you know, they thought we couldn't do it. Right on. They didn't think we would be able to get here. Of course not. And uh, we here. Okay. Now, sometimes I've been known as the greatest liar <laughs> that has been uh, in modern day. Okay. Finesse Lord of sorts have been my title. But uh, today, okay. today's, today's show, yes. I will be sharing that title of Sir Liarship. Sir Liarship. Yeah, this, this man here is a <laughs> finesse monster. Yes. He's been pulling capers. He calls them Uchi Wallis. Uchi Wallis. I'm yeah. retired now. But for Noggles. For Noggles. Yeah. Uh, and he's been at the uh, the center of, of, a, of a few stories here on this podcast. Yeah. And joining me today is is none other than uh, Houston promoter, mogul, legend, MC Quay. What's up, Sorrells? The Quailing Woods. Okay. The government. Hey, man. Yes, look, sir. We up in the same. Hey, you think we could be here? Hey, Ernest, Simo. Thought we couldn't do it. Yeah. We damn sure need you. Hey, we need you. Hey, <laughs> Blair, Diddy, fool. Mm. We out here. Yeah. We're running amok in these Houston streets. Come on now. Uh, shout out to my boy James Harden for doing a phenomenal uh, weekend. But we're going to jump right in this. Okay. This city ain't always been a big, rich town. It ain't always been a, a big, rich town. And it ain't always been a safe place either. Of course. I know you had your fair share running and pulling Uchiwalis around. Yeah, yeah. Thank God, man, I'm, I'm, I'm here. Now, you when you did the hookah, uh, the hookah hookah, okay. that shit went everywhere. It did. It did. And I'm sure the money was coming in. The money was definitely And the Ujiwalis was coming in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you hot, you know, everybody want a piece of you. You know, when you hot, everyone want a piece of you, man. Well, I got one story, man, I want to kind of share. It kind of came to me just now. Uh, I was doing a club called Soho. Soho Fridays. Where is it? Where it was is on it? Hillcroft, 59 in Hillcroft. The club was called Soho? Or it, was just called, so- it was called Soho. Okay. So, so uh, me and Eric did Spies, it used to be something else before that? It was a Pakistani spot, whatever. But either way, I, you know, I was a visionary. I seen the location. I was like, this this spot gonna work, right? So you went in and talked to the owner and stuff. I went and talked to the owners, man. Uh, the spot was incomplete. Obviously, we came up with the name. We just called it Soho Fridays. Me and Eric Spivey was together, and uh, we was like, hey, you know, we want to take over this spot. At the time, Bamboo Fridays, with oh. little Keith, okay, was the spot to uh, to be. Yeah. So so I came in with a with a with a diverse uh, crew of up and coming promoters, but they was top guys in their own right. Uh, Eric Spivey, Travis LeBranch, Wayne Cole, mm-hmm. Keto Gentry, yeah, Molly, yeah, Bird, yeah, Nike Mikey, yeah, Duke, yeah, Detroit, yeah, Steve, yeah. It was a, a, a it was a it was a it was a sort of cast man about 15, 14 guys with one girl man. So we all piled up, man. Everybody thought the shit wasn't going to work because we was going against Little Key. Was my protege who was my guy. So anyway, the, the club ended up making a little money, man. So now I'm doing an after party for V-Live, getting a check from D.C. That mm-hmm. was the beginning of Uchi Wilder, but it was legit. Yeah. So we're getting $600 for the after party for... Then you got to define what Uchi Wilder is. Uchi Wilder is a term or a concept of getting what you want out of a deal or yeah. a situation. Okay. So now, use it. Use it. Uchi Wally in the, in the sentence for them. To, that. Okay. Uh, man, I think you, I, I took a girl out. Yeah. And at the end of the night, you know, I Uchi Wally out that pussy. Or okay. Or 
Or yeah, when you're dealing with a, with a, with a, with a, with, a, with a, in a club situation, you may say, you know, it was an Uchi wallet. The club was off the chain. Or it can be a situation where you're saying, uh, you one up on the person. A one up. A one okay. up. I mean, you put a one up or yeah. You know, you, you lack you know a lack of information or you ill informed a person of certain things and you were able to get some done. Without so you so basically what you're saying you want up the person to take advantage of a situation okay a situation or a person right based on their lack of information that was shared a lack of experience mm-hmm. or lack of knowing who you are and what your ability is exactly on running the phenomenon and, and here's the thing I think I've, I've gotten a bad rap and I'm glad I'm here to kind of clear some of that up yeah in business yeah you don't have to share all the information all the information that's not your job that's not my job. Okay. If you're gonna do any type of deal, <laughs> you better investigate before you do it, buddy. I mean, hey, man, hey, let me know, B. I'm telling you, hey, I don't know, man. I, hey, what I look like, hey, man, I gotta give you the A, the B, the C. I can't. I don't have to give you the D, man. Let me give you an example, B. Let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. So, boom, I'm, I'm doing nightclubs here in the city, right? Yeah. Nightclubs used to be twenty five hundred dollars to book. I secured a couple of locations. From owners based upon a relationship. Mm-hmm. So let's just say the owners gave me the club for free. Yeah. If you want to do the club for me, I don't have to give it to you for free. If you want the club for free, you go get the club yourself. If you subleasing the club from me, <laughs> it's gonna be twenty five hundred dollars a quarter. That's twenty five cent. Twenty five percent. Come on, B, that just makes sense, man. That's come on now, that's economical. That's economics. Okay, so you get, hey man, listen, I try to tell y'all this man, hey man. this man has been the center of many, many. I'm retired, man. I think I've been false, falsely accused, man. I've been, you know, I think everybody's just looking at it wrong, man. You know, I think everybody was looking at it wrong. But I'm retired. Say, say you was you was the Dow Jones of club promoter, bro. You, man, you, knew, you had insider trading. I had insider trading, man. <laughs> but like I say, man, you know, I, I definitely been blessed, man, to not be in a situation where I was harmed. But I do have a, a story that I do want to tell. To use that Soho, we back on. We so we back at Soho Friday, man. Just one particular night. Everybody's doing well. We're doing about $24,000, at the door. That was good in Houston. And we're doing about thirty to forty at the bar. It's yeah. Friday night. So now I'm getting a little money. I'm dating, but I'm cheating too. Okay. Okay. I'm so glad you're putting that out there. Right. You 323 three in them. I'm 323 in. So I'm dating and I'm cheating. So I got a mistress. So that's three two three with a Uchi wallet. That's three two three with a Uchi wallet on the side. On the side, and you run an Uchi wallet at the club. Exactly. What's the Uchi wallet that's at the club? The Uchi wallet at the club is that we charging twenty at one door, thirty five to forty dollars at one at the other door if you got a hat on or some shorts. Yeah. And it's and it's a hundred on the other side just to get in. Okay. You know VIP. Okay. But that's a Uchi wallet. Okay. So uh, I'm leaving. You know I had Rick Bailey down here in Houston at the time. From the basketball wise. Okay. So that brought out a bunch of people. It brought sure. out a bunch of people, you know. So I had her down here, you know, we was doing good, we made a little money. So I had her booked at the Hotel Derek. That's where she stayed. Now right now we're at the Sheraton Galleria Hotel. We're at the Sheraton. Now we can look out the window across the street yes. for proximity purposes and Correct. say that we can see the Hotel Derek. Correct. So that's why I had her stand. So nice re- nice hotel. Of course. If you ain't been to Houston, Go to the Derrick. You want to get took to the hotel, Derrick. That's 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 where they they, they go down. Yes, know. sir. Yes, sir. So I'm booked, I got at the hotel, Derrick. I'm dropping her off, and uh, I went to go pick up some money from the nightclub that I had the after party at, which was V Live. Okay, so you going to V Live to the strip club to pick up the check. Now, strip club, if you don't know about that <laughs> culture, is that don't just bring out 
club goers. That's the streets come out for that. Absolutely. All the drug dealers, the pimps, the hoes, the crooks, the robbers, Absolutely. the robbers who rob the robbers. Yes. Yeah. So coincidentally, so I go in and get the check. It's only six hundred bucks, but it's the official after party. So I go get the check. At the time I got a Range Rover. Right. Yeah. So I, uh, I, I go get the check real quick. I didn't really waste no time. I got the check. I come back out of there. I get back on 59. I'm finna go home now. At this point, I'm staying in Missouri City. Yeah. All right. So I'm staying in Missouri City. Uh, I knew I wasn't supposed to stop for gas, but I needed gas because I was about to get ready to get on the Beltway. Yeah. So I, uh, I, I make, I exit, I exit Bel Air. Yeah. Make a U-turn and stop at the Shell gas station by Sharpstown Mall. Okay. All right. So at this point, it's 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning. I uh, I got club money, $2,500, $2,700, and the $600 from the V-Live from being the after party. Okay. So I take all of this money out of my pocket, put it in my own wrist. I got Eric Spivey on speaker and also plugged in on my iPhone. Mm-hmm. So I pull up to the Shell gas station, man, and I, as I look around, nobody is in the lot. I pull out 10 bucks. To hear it, run up to the door, I mean, to the window, open the door. I mean, I, I pull at the door, the door don't open. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, I knock on the window. The man comes, I slide $10, and I say, hey, give me 10 on this pump. Cool. So now, I got my door open, I got Eric on the speakerphone, I'm going to get the gas. Mm-hmm. As I'm trying to pump the gas, a car pull up. Two girls, two guys. It was girl, guy, girl, guy, whatever. The guy get out to try to pump, the girl goes, and... Open the door. Open the door to the gas station that I previously couldn't open. And my tank wasn't working. So I go follow her. I go right in my Honda. Like, hey, what's up? My tank ain't working. Still got my door open. Mind you, I uh, I don't know what the fuck I left in the... I don't know what I left in the gas station, which obviously I didn't leave anything. So what I do, I come back out to the car. I have one leg out. I put the car in reverse. Go to the pump right behind as he instructed me to do. I put the hot ten dollars in, get back in my car, drive out. I pull up I pull up to the uh I had to pee. So I, <laughs> I had to pee. <laughs> I had to pee. So I so I pull over to the car max right there uh, on the feeder, right? On fifty nine. Yeah. Minutes from the gas station. Yeah. So I get out on the passenger side and piss. The blue dicks fill up quick. <laughs> they feel okay. Hey, so look, boy, 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 blood was full. So look, I'm pissing. A car pulls up. Now I'm on the passenger side. A car pulls up. I got the passenger side door open. I, I look. So I, so I, so I stop my piss. Right. So I stop my piss. Put my dick back in. Don't zip my pants back up. I see the light. I'm thinking it's the cops. I look. Somebody said, "Hey, did you leave something at the gas station?" I'm like, yeah, I guess I did. It was a guy coming through the light. He got the gun. He like, get out. Get on the floor, motherfucker. At this time, you know, I don't stop my piss. I'm starting to piss again. <laughs> I'm starting to piss again. I'm like, Lord. So I'm sitting I'm sitting on the curb, pissing. And scared, think I'm going to get shot. He, hey, you know, his partner, get out, go into the driver's side. He's coming through. He's coming through. The car, obviously, he opened up the armrest where he seen all the club money. Of course, they didn't give me no time to count. So he just told his boy, hey, the guy that had me at gunpoint, like, yo, let's go. All of a sudden, they drive off with my car. The girl's driving at this point now. 
and they get on 59. So now I don't have a car. I'm pissy. I'm running back down to the city. <laughs> I'm running back down to the city. I'm like, hey, hey, hey. Ah, you pissy. Hey, oh, I'm very pissy. Oh, I'm very pissy. The rest of that piss, it was out. So like, I'm like, hey, man, I just got robbed down the street, man. And, you know, you know, you know, I, I need you to call the police. So the police came in. I'm calling my girl. I'm telling her, hey, at this time, you know, we sharing a vehicle. I'm like, uh, I need, you know, I need, I need you to come get me. Uh, you know, or do something because they took my wallet, they got the house keys, they got the office keys, they got my briefcase. I ain't got nothing. I need to come home. She was like, well, I don't know how I'm going to get you home, whatever. I said, don't worry about it. I asked the police officer, I said, hey, yo, could you take me home? They were like, cool. So they took me to Mo City that I thought I filed a report or whatever. At this point, my girl, she's upset, but the first thing she asked me out of all the things to fucking say, she was like, what if they had fathered you home? Not if I'm all right, or, you know, did they hit you, or what happened, you know what I'm saying? She was like, what if they had Father John? I was like, I don't know. They probably would have robbed both of us then. <laughs> See, but at this point, you know what I'm saying, I ain't having a gun. You know, Houston wasn't violent. I had been already in business since 1996. I hadn't had a situation where I ran into anybody wanting to be violent to the club promoter. But now, it's 2015. We got, a, you know, we got drama. It's, it's crazy. So yeah, yeah. So cool. somebody Uchi Joe ass. Yeah, I got payback for doing, <laughs> for doing my little dirt, but I'm done. I continue to plead my case. I'm done. So I'm, I'm a good guy. That man, I'm Uchi Wallace. Okay, so funny story. Yeah, is that our relationship of being known in school <laughs> and undergrad at TSU? Yes, both going there, and then when I got out of school, starting my marketing company. Yes, sir. I would have to deal with guys like Quay every day. Yes. They calling. They trying to come by. They need some graphics done. That's what you fly, do. Flyers, flyers, flyers design. Okay. So Quay, this is Quay. Quay is the king of uh-huh. getting you tied into the plate. Okay. You you become invested in this situation. Yeah, we're partners. I that's who I got. That's who I got. Uh, a lot of my mannerisms for yeah. of running a caper because Quake comes in running the play. Man. He don't he don't he don't get in there and start running it. Uh-huh. He come in the door. The play? The, the player's running on the entrance. Okay. He'll do this. Okay. Quake will say, hey, listen, yes. man, you know, told my car, I gotta get this girl <laughs> from school. Look, baby girl gonna sit right here with you while you do the fly. I'ma let her eat right here while you do this. Go ahead and start yeah. while she's sitting here. Yeah. I'ma go run over here and do this. I'll be back and okay. then I'ma bring the money back. Cause my my policy, let me tell you what first was, I was a good guy. I believed that everybody was gonna come back. Bless Technology you. Bless was you, not allowing people like there was no cash app deal. No. It was PayPal mm-hmm. and it was cash. I right. wasn't minding the cash. I wanted the cash. That was cool. Right. People, I, I could charge credit cards, but everybody wasn't fucking with debit cards exactly. like that. So, the first couple years of doing it, niggas would be like, you know, come pay, come pay. Then shit would get tight. Yes. So this one, this started happening. Hey, man, shit. Uh, go ahead and start on this. Uh, yeah, man, I'm gonna go grab me some food. I'll be right back. I'm gonna stop by the ATM. Well, you gotta take this in consideration. They'll call you, me. You, 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 start, you start getting a little slow, too. Hey, no, look. Right. look yeah, I start hey. slowing down. Okay, without, come on now. Listen, I start slowing yeah. down for niggas who wouldn't put the money up front. Yeah, that first. makes sense. <laughs> I start getting slow. I'll be like, nah, yeah. you, you in the back of the line. Oh, my. Could just quiet do this to you. Talk to him. First time. Not all the time, man. He did this one to me a couple times. This was the move. 
right, now look, go ahead and start on this. Right. We need to get this turned around real fast. Got to turn around real fast. Got, everything got to be done fast. Please. I'm going to go run this over here. I'm going to show them. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to do this. I'm going to yeah. check right back. And then you're going to get paid. But they got to see that we started. They got to see that. I told them that it's already done. Yes, 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 so yes. I'm going to go do that. Man, right. the club was called Club Life. Oh, no, we needed that. That was a. We probably did 80 flyers for this club. Exactly. And the first couple times it happened, it was the guys on speakerphone mm-hmm. talking with Quay. Yeah. He come over with the money, yeah. pay me up front. I do the designs. It was cool. Mm-hmm. Quay ends up getting four nights over there. Yeah. So he's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Man, Sunday. working the shit out, maybe. So Quay now is doing that. Plus, Quay is now promoting the club across the street against the club that he's promoting it. You got to know that. See, he started just doing, like, the game is called Monopoly. Yes, sir. It was Main Street Monopoly. They talked me out of my game, though. They talked you out of it. Yeah, they, they talked me out of it. They were like, Quay, you being shysty, don't do four clubs in one night. No, 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 no. You was doing absolutely the right thing. Thank you. You was blanketing the, the thing. Was It wasn't, it wasn't. It wasn't go to one club. It was just come downtown. Correct. They come downtown. We all go make money anyway. Exactly. So it, it, the, the dynamic, and I've spoken about this a little bit before, that you had guys who were coming straight out of high school in college now throwing parties full time. Right. Downtown Houston at the time was not fully developed, and they had only developed it partially with the light rail to prepare for, like, was it the 03 or 04 um, uh, Super Bowl? Yes. So these clubs opened up for this one weekend. Yeah. And then, that's it. Correct. The, the appetite for staying downtown wasn't there yet. Mm-hmm. So what happened was all these different venues, we started, when Quay went in there, he started going in and getting in relationships with them. Correct. And they started seeing how lucrative the business was. So right. Quay started bringing guys from TSU and U of H to come and promote and work for him. So he's got four, five clubs that he's promoting for. Correct. But nobody knows Quay got all of the stuff. He didn't already got the deal at this club, Grasshopper. He'd always go over here and get the next club. Hefe Bar. Hefe Bar. He'd go get the club next club to that. Club. So, so now, he, yeah, all these four clubs is right across the street from each other. Yeah. So <laughs> if he go and tell you, give me 2500 you can get a percentage of the door. That's 25% of the door. So if you do that four times, that's yeah. 10000 poor clubs. Talk about it. Now you got about $10,000 if everybody buy. Not to mention what come through, you know what I'm saying, each spot. Hey. So let me tell you where I fire in this equation. Okay. They all need flyers every week. Period. So he tells me, <laughs> "Well, you know, I'm gonna go leave and go do this. I got you because I got to come back and pay you for this other one that I'm gonna do." Oh, all right, cool. This go on for about two weeks. Goddamn tab adding up. Oh yeah, yeah Wayne yeah, Cole yeah. ran this tab, y'all. We I'm designing flyers. So finally. That was my best. Friend. I that was got my money. I'm not going to crime now. I, go to, I took a lot of heat. It wasn't just me now. I took a lot of heat. I felt like I was big enough to do it, man. So look, I I would one time I was like, all right, now the move started being from from I we got it on a tab to uh man, just come to the club and pick up the money. Yeah. So now this how they get me. They'll just wait for me to come in there, get me liquored up with some drinks. Yes. Oh, man, I got you, man. Don't even worry about it. Don't worry about just it. Just do this. Let me just set you. So now I'm coming in the club. I'm the man. Yes. Because they got to pay me. I'm walking yeah. in free. Yeah. I'm skipping the line. I'm yeah. already popping. Yes. Then these niggas giving me bottles and trying to exactly. get me drunk. Exactly. They, they get me liquored up. These, then these my friends. Well, you got to take this into consideration, Billy. That's when flyers were $100, $125 a design. Oh, yeah. So you was high. 
Yeah. You got to keep that in consideration. We I mean, some, niggas didn't we, have Photoshop. No, we needed a we needed we needed a partnership, man. We wanted someone who's understanding who can also do. I'm gonna job. come back. Okay. It, so I gotta come back. I owe you. Yeah. That's he said. Don't never be broke. That's that. Listen. Hey, don't worry about that. Hey, here with my daddy. I'm gonna come just in time. that line. I'm gonna come just in time. We my daddy would always be around. Yeah. That you come over hey, there, man. Hey, pop. Hey. That nigga say, hey man, people oh I told my daddy, I said, man, Quay owe me about about seven eight hundred dollars. Hey man, as long as somebody owe you ain't never gonna be broke. Hey, hey, man. Keep running this tab up. Yes indeed. So I come to the club one night, I'm looking for Wayne Cole. Yeah. Wayne Cole looked like a fat usher. Exactly if I was to tell you he was a fat usher. That's my, That's my nigga. Yeah. So I say, Wayne, what's up with the money, man? Quay said you're supposed to pay the money. Oh, he got to pay, he I got everything. Yeah, right. He's yeah. like, Oh, all right, Billy. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just hold tight. So I'm like, cool. I come in the club. I'm dancing and chilling and shit. He's sending me drinks over there. Got, yeah. So he's like, man, I'm going to grab this money out the door. We're going to count down in the bathroom. And then once I count down in the bathroom, I'm going to come up. I'm going to get your money. And then we're going to get out of here. And I was also needed my split. Right. So Wayne comes out. The club lets out. Wayne walks into Main Street. And he was like, I'll be right there, Billy. He turns back behind some people and then runs down the sidewalk. He, I'm calling him. Listen, he turns like Quay. I'm like, I ain't got it this time. I look up down the way. This nigga is four blocks away on Main Street, booking into the car. So, Biggie, yo, look. So, so now I, I go on the side of the building. I'm like, hey, Wayne, like, what's the play? Like, you ain't tell me. Like, what's happening? What are we doing here? Like, a business supposed to be involved with this place? The Uchiwali? He's like, nah, meet me at Stripes for Third Ward. I said, what? <laughs> now it's starting to rain. I'm on the side of the building. The whole money box gone. The club need, need his rental fee. Billy need his money. The DJ need his money. Everybody need their money. Wayne so, gone. He gone. He, 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 he did at Stripes. He gone. So mind you, obviously our deal was a contingent deal that we needed to pay the club $1,000 every night. <laughs> obviously we used to pay that up front too, but. We got you got comfortable. They got, got comfortable. comfortable. So now we niggas paying at the end of the night. Exactly. Till it was nobody got uh, paid. Man. So now <laughs> mind you, they go down. That's when uh, that's when the club owner had called a young guy by the name of Victor Elmo. So Victor. So 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 while I'm waiting, I'm waiting on Wayne to come back so we can pay the man a thousand. So we can give you your money. Can get a DJ the money. And it's starting to rain. I'm like, hey. All of a sudden, as I'm sitting squat on the side of the building, a guy walks up, man. It's Billy. I mean, it's, it's it's Victor. Victor went and gave a man. I got up out of his bed, gave a man a thousand dollars to take over our night because Doug left with the money box. So when you're doing a three two, I mean, a uh, Uchi Wally, yeah, you got to inform your partner. <laughs> you can't, you can't, you can't leave me out there, dog. <laughs> she, Wayne Cole, that was crazy. Turn it, man. Look. We end up getting the money, but listen, we end up. It, at first, it was a lot of threatening. It was a lot of calling. You had to. Do you niggas have to threaten. Your threat <laughs> game gotta be. <laughs> Say, man, hey, I'm gonna fuck you, nigga. I'm not no bitch ass nigga. And then quake. Come on now, Billy. Now you know niggas ain't tripping with that. Yeah, Why no. you wanna be threatening? <laughs> hey, hey, man, nigga, I need my motherfucking money. <laughs> hey, man, hey, man, hey, don't come over here no more. Don't worry about I ain't doing no more flying. Oh, <laughs> they gonna get Billy this money, man. Yeah, man, so that nigga he called me for three days. Yeah, you got to know I was that. hot. I put the word out in the street. If you see Quay, you see Ray Cole, the ass is mine. And then go back to what I'm trying to say, man. Oh, I wait, man. I ain't taking no more heat for nobody else no more, man. I'm done, man. Like I say, this is a this is a cleansing. This is a uh, what we're gonna call this an intervention. I want to let the city know, hey, man. We all we we listen. Quay, the yeah. thing with Quay was, don't give him 
any money. What? That, that was you man. Did. What you talk? Okay, explain that, B. Go ahead. We we just you know knew how much money I done made everybody. I ain't never said you ain't made people money. Right, we just ahead. knew we weren't going to give you no money. Dude was like, hey, man, I got this club on this night. Yeah. Let me tell you what it is. Yeah. I got 50% of the door right now. Bring me 800 right now. Just bring me 800. Hey. That buy you in to the night and you in. Because hey. you know what the dope do. You got to know now, he got a, now he got a binder. He got flyers that he done all his own party. Yeah, you got to know. He got a portfolio full yeah, of man. He got pictures with yeah. people and shit. Yeah, this a, look, he got all the rappers. Big Mo. Yeah. He's showing ball players. Yeah. Now, the now the Uchi Wally King. Okay. On, I want to say this, and I'm going to say this with all confidence. Go ahead. A man's name who we have to say. Floyd Johnson Promotions. No. Let's give over. That's my guy. You ain't gonna, hey, man, what are you doing there? Nah, no, listen. we ain't doing that. Listen, no, Floyd. No, no, wait, wait, no, wait, wait. no, no. Nah, we go say it. <laughs> listen, hey, man, Floyd Johnson, when I figured out that this nigga hadn't been playing football for like eight years but was doing an NFL back to camp party, I thought the nigga was still playing. Come on. I, so, shit. He's. He got smart. He's yeah. like, yeah, I'm cut. But they don't know I'm cut. Yeah. They don't know I'm not playing. So he's steadily getting them new ball player niggas to come out to those parties. And he's doing a celebrity weekend. Yeah. Finally, yeah. I asked, God rest his soul, yeah. Harvey Harper. Yeah. I say, um, what, what Floyd That's what made me retire. Listen, man. We got anyway. more Uchi Riley stories yeah. in this very special yeah. episode yeah. of Did You Miss Me Podcast. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back. More to come right after this. In today's Real Black History moment, we salute KP Hutchinson from Queens, who would change the fast food game forever. That day, he changed the world. And you got to remember that this is even before there was a dollar menu. You know, when it comes to it, son, I never really considered myself in the same category as uh, Malcolm. Martin, Rosa, but uh, I guess I am. You know, you know the irony is, you know, I remember the day like it was yesterday, son. Summer '97, Big had just died. Jay really didn't deliver on Volume One. Expectations down. City was hurt, son. He had his eyes on the prize, and he was willing to risk it all. Man, we needed something, any kind of hope. When I tell you it was an ill time for the kid, it was bananas, son. Crazy. It was savagery out there, son. Straight Viking action, nigga. Nigga, we had money for a burger, no fries. Man, no fries or nothing. Three people, one burger. We was higher than a motherfucker. Bars all day, like a singular flow. Hair so long and silky. You could call me Simeon Mo. So then we was like, how you gonna slice up a burger three ways? Bet. I cut that joint up into fours, and I say, Oh, all I gotta do is get us a drink, and then I get two pieces. So look, back then, KP was known as a snake-ass nigga. So I ain't trusted. If KP wasn't so shady, he probably would've smashed. I'm a real queen soldier, son. Had to check that bitch, son. And look, I told him any of us can get water. What's that? He was like, I can get a soda. So, it was risky. Very, very risky. 
It's like trying to move a quarter pound through JFK, son. But the neighborhood, son. They can laugh me out the burrow, son. So I'm like, yo, my man, let me get some water. So at first I was confused, but then... KP was thirsty, but water wasn't gonna do it. Yo, son really went for it, though. It was crazy. Then I just pushed it. Yo, he just pushed it. It'll take your highway right there. You ever met somebody that's like a real finesse? Like you can't really trust him until you need that nigga to get something for you? It's kind of the situation. But off that, though, <laughs> yo, KP, that's my man's right there. You know, they got the little see-through joints now. And I see that. Remember where it started from. I put the city back on top. Liberated the people, my nigga. Gave the power back to them. And at that moment, KP Hutchinson became the first black person to ever get a water cup and get soda. How much you hustle, yeah. not just you specifically, but us in general. Yeah. We, we came from a time and place when if you didn't have a job, you made your job. Absolutely. Entrepreneurship. I think that's what people are saying it is now, but really it was, I, we created our own job. Absolutely. It, and it, once you, you have the benefit of setting your own work schedule and working for yourself mm -hmm. and being able to have money on your dispense. Right. Because you, you seeing how the money comes back around. Right. That's how I started understanding how much it was important for us to have and have a level of ownership. Absolutely. Now, you might see us do all type of crazy fuck yeah, shit. Yeah. Partying, turning up, doing all type of wild exactly. shit. Exactly. But there's still a mindset of level of ownership, <laughs> a level right. of responsibility, and in a community to where, like, nobody really got a, a job, well, a nine to five. Yeah. We work our job, we own our business, and yeah. that's what you do yeah. to take care of our kids and Absolutely. families. First, first real, I, before I was getting doing them flyer stuff uh harvey harper <clears throat> gave me my first first job now harvey had pledged my chapter beta up had played football was popular yeah. was doing parties um and you know harvey was which you know yeah. with you and high c and, yeah. and, and and really formidable with working in the club and Don Boy. yeah that was my direct partners me i see Don Boy, and harvey yeah that was four of us yeah so like Harvey gave me my first job where I was just like really making cash money in my hand. Yeah. He used to have me come up to uh before it was Club Blue. He used to have me hit butter. Butter. I, 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 I called it butter because we had a butter in Dallas. Yeah. Then we had another situation before it was butter though. It was uh y'all was doing y'all was doing Roxy still. Yeah. <clears throat> so it was Roxy, but then where uh Dreams. Before it was Dreams. What was that before Bella? Where was Be Bella Ada? What was that over there? It was a strip club over there. Across from Just Joking. Just Joking was just. Yeah, who's at Cloud Nine? Cloud Nine. Who's at Cloud Nine? So, Cloud Nine and Roxy. Yeah. He pulled up on me at the school. He was like, You want to make some money? Yeah. Man, man, you want to make some money? What you doing? I said, Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to make some money. What you got? I got 10,000 flies. I need you to hit the whole city. <laughs> just start over there at Cloud Nine, though. I want you to hit every car. Yeah. Do the let out. Then go over to Roxy. Yeah. Do the let out over there. Mm -hmm. I was like, bet. You know, how much I'm getting? Two hundred dollars. That was generous. But okay, that was good. Now look, I'm I'm out here. Yeah. Out here with a box. Low city. Yeah, yeah. Talking. What's up? Yeah. At the let out. Yes. I'm all. I'm I'm passing flies out. Yes, sir. Everybody getting it. Mm -hmm. I'm rolling back. I done hit all the cars. Mm -hmm. I done learned how to hit all the cars. Yeah. Window, 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 window. It's flyers everywhere. 
on the mirror. In there, boop. Yeah. Then I was going in the dormitories. I'm oh, yeah, you are. Oh, yeah. I'm throwing them in the yeah. dormitories on the floor. Proof of work. I'm I'm putting them bitches all on yeah. the thing. Proof, proof of work. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm papered you got the you. whole campus. I'm all through there knocking on girls. Like, hey, yeah, they party right here. This proof of work. Time. Oh, this the party stuff? Yeah, this was going on this week. Boom. Get the let out. Boom. I roll out from under a car with a fly. Hey, yeah, we right by getting that money. Quay. Yeah. Promoting. Then still passing out flies. You got to. Now he done started making the flies long, yeah. big, yeah. extravagant. Yeah. Like you, you walking through with a pamphlet yeah. of the whole week of stuff absolutely, to do. Absolutely. Brochures. It yeah. was getting ridiculous yeah. what we was going for promotion. We, yeah, we had we had to innovate the game, man. We, we was ahead of the curve, man, and nobody else was doing it. And one of the concepts on making it bigger is to show people our financial uh stability or where we were on a financial level. Because Normal flowers are quarter page. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, four by sixes, which cost 150 something cheap. The larger your flowers were, showed that you were having money or we were spending money. That was our car. That's what us showing. Hey man, we got a big ass flyer. That bitch must have cost 500 bucks to print. Yeah, like who so is this? Who is this that's giving me this big ass thing to exactly. look at? It and, then it's, and it's it's like it's like many album covers. They start putting themselves on there. Yeah. They on there showing, living, you know. <laughs> Got the girl on the yeah. fly. So, you know, Harvey was giving me that money. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm out there hitting it. Mm -hmm. And shoot, after a while, I was like, I can really do this for myself. Yeah. Start throwing my own little parties, putting the flyer together, printing it. I, f I figured out, well, shit, I had to go pick the flyers up yeah. from the print office. Because Harvey would be like, well, man, look, I ain't got time to go pick them up. Right. So I, they'll be in the back over there. So I... Can't pick the flies up a couple weeks. Now you know where to connect at. But I, I'm getting, I'm, my mind says, well, yeah. shit, just go in there and ask them. So I walk in there, it's all Chinese people in there. Yeah. I say, uh, big machines. Yeah, big machines running. I want to get some flyers printed. Okay, what you want? How many orders? I was like, oh, wait, just, just like that? Well, wait, yeah. Hold on. You know, you can do a gang run. Yeah. It costs you this much. Yes. And I was like, what? Oh, that's how much it is? Exactly. And when you're talking about a gang run, you're talking about a sheet of paper about as big as this table with it's, different flyers. Now, I didn't know they all they got printed at the same time. So my mind was just like blown. Like yeah. everybody's like the nail shop, the real estate. You looking at a church ad next to the strip club. Exactly. Ad, they all get printed on the same piece yeah, of paper. Exactly. They just cutting the paper in small little spots and then putting them in separate boxes and sending them off. Correct. Now, you know, you, you, you'd had this play that would get ran. Mm. You have to take the money for a printing of the flyers, and then be like, "Yeah, you gonna pick them up for print." Okay. And in the print place, either they didn't get them in time, or you ain't. They don't ever come, so you back there looking for a box that ain't there. So now you panicking because uh, because the, the box uh, ain't there. Then they gotta call call Quay. He didn't pay for the flyers. Hey, don't talk about me. <laughs> hey, hey, don't put me in there, man. Why, why I gotta keep putting? Hey, nah, I'm just hey, telling man, you, man. Well, I, I don't remember not doing that one. I don't remember. Hey, man, I was young. I don't remember not doing that now. Now we gonna pay for it, but I didn't say we was gonna pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, man, I'll bullshit aside, man. I want to talk about this, man. You know, and of course we're making joke of it, but I want to make some light of it. I want to say this: I came from Dallas. You know what I mean? And it was a tough, hard, ghetto ass existence before I came to Houston, man. So, you know, I came here and I was like, all of these niggas relaxed, all of these niggas chilling, nigga, nigga. We had to really, really, really survive, man. Dallas was very, very difficult. So, of course, when I came to Houston with a lack of business training or etiquette, I did a lot of things wrong. I didn't do a lot of things wrong because 
You wanted to. I wanted to. You just were trying to survive. I just had a lack of understanding of how to properly do business. Stop overselling. Stop overcommitting. It was lying, but I want to say overcommitting or hyping up the project. Only say what you can do if you can really do it. I felt like I could make the bitch jump. So in my head, I was telling the truth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now, of course, I've sold it because that's what promoters do. But my expectations oversold the project or certain events. And the only thing that made it wrong is that there was, exchange, there was an exchange of money. Okay? So we can't do no business or we can't drive the car without no gas. So my ethics on it was correct. You have to pay me for me to communicate my ideals to you. That's just. You have to pay now mm -hmm. to put your part up. I don't want to come find you when it's time to pay for flyers, the designer, the advertising for the radio. Like, hey, now only thing that the only thing that I can attest to say where things got off track. Is that when you when you take too long to take care of your business? So if you do a deal, get right on it. I would do a deal for New Year's, Thanksgiving, Christmas, uh, 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 all the holidays in June or July. I'm so hot, everybody wanted to come give me some money. Mm -hmm. It went from corporate Jews to dope dealers to rappers, and that's where the whole shit got fucked up because dope dealers have bad understandings. They have a low sense of understanding. Now they got free. They got money to play. They with. got money to play with. But but they will kill you about this. Well, they kill you about the money. And also, our promoters can attest to this. Normally, when you do any exchange for some money, you like to prep, or come up with a business plan, or a concept on how we were going to execute the business. Nobody is just giving you money without some dialogue. So I've talked before. I've even taken anybody's money. I've always talked a month. Three days. Be clear. I mean, well, not three weeks. I'm sorry. Be clear. You know what I'm saying? So you, That's course, what you would say. You be, be clear. Be clear. Be clear. Now, mind you, dope dealers say, I get it. I understand. Okay. 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 Now, when we get, into, we, we get to the day to where we're going to exchange for the money, they give you the money one day. That next day, so what we doing, man? Nigga, what we just got through talking about for three weeks, man? So now you nervous. You don't know. You got a nervous. You got the money. You done spot some of it. You don't want to say, come get it back. <laughs> so you kind of nervous. Now you got to go come up with another deal in order to cover his, that deal you just got just in case he wanted money back. <laughs> so when you do a two minute of those at one time, you get yourself into trouble. So what I'm trying to say is that I'm reformed. What's I'm the furthest that is done go with, <sighs> with money and the, and, the, and, 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 and the people that's partnering with you? The, the furthest like some trouble? Yeah. I say this, man. I'm glad you got me on here, man. Just tell everybody, man. The first thing that I got into a situation where it was some trouble, I actually did it with. Again, like I say, man, <laughs> I actually did it, man. Everything went well. Everything was good business, man. It wasn't nothing even funny, man. It just, when you deal with certain kind of people, it always become a problem. There's always something that's going to go wrong. And when you're dealing with other promoters who understand those circumstances, this is not, it doesn't come off that well. I mean, it doesn't come off like harmful or whatever, or a Uchiwali or a Finagle or somebody trying to fuck somebody out the deal. Yeah. But in this club business, man, you take gambles, bro. And, 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 and it's a risk. And, and, and the thing about it is you have to do a lot of risks to even out the successes. You know what I mean? Everything is not going to work. You got other promoters coming in, popping up every day. I'm responsible for some of these 
uh, gremlins, some of these guys that get a little water on their back and they multiply. So <laughs> you so, create them. Yeah, I create trying them. to train them to work. I'm trying to train them to work. And then man. they turn against you. Oh, they turn against me, man. So they talk me on my spot, but that's why right now I play a lot of behind the scenes and still have my hands in a lot of stuff. But I feel so. Like how did it go bad? I think it went bad because uh, when and I was, was hot. the worst. What was the worst situation that went bad I, with I, it? I, Listen, I'm gonna tell you, I'm I'm fortunate and I'm I'm thankful that I have the mouth mouthpiece that I do have, man. They call me Q Diddy, and I think uh, I was able to talk myself out of a lot of bad situations, and I'm thankful. I'm thankful for for that. Um, we know you here, nigga. So what happened? Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember one. That, I, I don't remember one that was just really, really bad, like getting slapped or no shit. I ain't never got no. Nah, I remember was one time in particular that it was either had grabbed you or uh, had, or, had or, took, or pulled up on you somewhere, and niggas started stressing like. Talk to me, cause I I'm, I'm like, dog. There's so many quaint stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, hey, they hey, pulled hey. up on it with, with the heat. Oh, no, like, no, no. They was on quaint. I was like, man, no, I, never, I, never, I never had one of those. No, Bill, I never had one of those. So you was able to make it through. You never been. You ain't never. You, you ain't never. You telling me? I'm gonna tell you. I've never Wait, had. I, if I if, if I didn't do so many drugs, I better tell you what one one in particular. No, no, I'm telling. you. I know they done pulled up on you at least one no. time, and Quay was like, "You talked your way out of it." Yeah, that's happening a lot of time. But I'm talking you about. That's what we talking oh, okay, about. Okay, no, I don't. There's so many of them. I don't remember. But <laughs> but I'm talking about on a physical level. Like there was nothing like violent. Like, I mean, you always walk out of it without being hurt. But you are, but you man. but you have been. In the day, in the day, see that's when you know a nigga. That's when you know a nigga get into dangerous shit that okay. he don't even realize shit is dangerous. No, it's not that you don't realize it's dangerous. It's like this: if I get you on the phone I'm, and I'm telling you the truth, you can't be mad at me. So what I'm saying, if you get me to the point where I'm telling you the fucking truth, then I got to stand up on it. I got to be prepared for whatever come with it. If I'm telling you the truth, if I'm conniving, if I'm fucking over somebody, then that's different. Then I'm lying. But if I'm telling you the truth, I'm gonna stand for what I what I what I mean, and, and I'm telling you what it is. Now, mind you, it could be a little bit too late to try to tell the truth. I get it. But when you telling a motherfucker the truth, hey man, the shit didn't work. We tried. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We tried. But again, like I said, that's the overselling part of it, man. And like I said, I wouldn't advise nobody to be a promoter in this day and age, man, because you lose a lot of women. But you know what? Promo promoting promoting is promoting takes up a lot of your time. You do. But it also brings you a lot of reward. It's of a lot of women being in entertainment nightlife that that fall for you. Yeah. You done got them in the club free. Correct. The girls in the club free. They skip the line. They done got a little tab. They drinking, yeah. having a good time. Correct. Then you on the microphone. Yeah. The DJ shouting you out. Yeah. Everybody coming up to you. You got a pocket full of money. Come on. At least that night. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> don't you know, don't let you just hit a lick off yeah. that. Off yeah. what? Two dope boys in a week. <laughs> now you done went and took took her to go get some food. Yeah. Cause you, you can lay around and night. You might have had you a little hotel somewhere. Yeah. Big house. Yeah. Depends. And you running and you running them up. Mm. We, me and Quay came up with the uh, 500 stroke tap out. You got to. You hit them with 500. Until you come. Yeah, 500 of them. Yeah. Yeah. This, was, this was in the hey. Yeah. Uh -huh. You used to hit them with the hey, hey, hey. Yeah, you gotta hit him. You gotta hit him, man. You got 500 strokes, man. In your head, man. You gotta hit him. You gotta hit him, man. You gotta try to make it to 500. You gotta try to make it to 500. I don't know how. Think about something else, but you got to try to make it to 500. Can you make it to 500? She's gonna most definitely be pleased. You're gonna get your come out of the situation. Somebody. Somebody. <laughs> a couple of them. A couple of them. Would you, would you, he come in down his eye to fly. <laughs> you know what, bitch? Let me tell you, I got a room. Yeah. Hey, 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 yeah, hey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a yellow bone specialist, by the way. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm a yellow bone specialist. Speaking of yellow bones, man, I give you one. I give you one scenario, man. That was kind of crazy, man. Young lady, man, she broke my heart, man. She was, she was cool. Uh, 
Nah, nah, nah. Let's skip that. I ain't gonna talk about that. Let's talk about something. Oh no, we are gonna go there. No, you either go. You gonna say it? I'm gonna say it. We say names over here. All right, so speaking of having heartbreak. Money, all right, so let's talk about some money. So I do. Uh, I'm t- I'm dealing with these guys out of out of Tallahassee. This one of my big gigs. Uh, it's also weekend in Houston. Um, what year? Which all star is it? This is 2006. No, after that, I want to say. When did that song hit? 15, 12, 13, 14, something like that. Ah, shit. Two, 2014. Whatever the last time it was. All right. So that last All-Star, I think it was 2014, 16, something like that, right? Yeah. All right. So at this point, my boy Kevin Cisse, your other new brother. Disney. All right. So Kevin <laughs> Kevin got a deal. Man, obviously, me and Kevin been doing stuff around the country for years. Kevin doing shit in Miami. Yes. Kevin doing shit everywhere. Absolutely. So this you notorious for bringing Puffy down Absolutely. Here. That's what I'm going to say. So this year, he called me. He's like, Quay, what's up, man? Uh... You know, we, uh, I say, you know, well, he said, "What we gonna do?" I said, "Nigga, let's do puff." He said, "Let's do puff." I, he, I, mean, I said, "I tell you, I said, let's do puff." He like, "Man, we already done did puff, man. Let's bring somebody else." I was like, "Drake." He like, "No, he ain't had enough just yet." I was like, "All right." So me on, on the back burner, I'm working with him. Of course, I was getting like maybe three, four thousand dollars up front to do promotion that, that that requires print fly. I mean, passing out flyers and working social media and shit like that. So. I was, like, I was cool with it. Plus, Kevin always played up front. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so now we got Jay. Uh, the dude coming back. He's like, hey, man, Quay, fuck it. I got, a, uh, I got a Jew that's going to give us the money. Let's bring Jay-Z. I'm like, Jay-Z? He was like, yeah. I'm like, I said, you, you lying. He was like, man, Puff Manager gave me his number, man. We're we going to go through Puff Manager. You know what I'm saying? We're going to bring Jay. I'm like, man, you're lying. I said, how much? He was like, $375,000. Okay? So that's different. We're talking about a Jew. Of course, he's scary, but it's not a dope dealer, so I'm not worrying about our life. Yeah, and we're gonna do we're gonna do Jay Z, so it 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 gotta work. It's Jay Z. It's in Houston. It's Jay Z. He got Beyonce. It gotta work, right? Yeah. So cool. Of course, it did. But I, I want to talk about it. So now we got Jay Z. Uh, of course, I'm dealing with my boys out of Tallahassee. I'm doing Roxy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the people that own Roxy own Drink Drink Houston, so they come with a concept. They were, I mean, they they were like, hey man, we selling Drink Houston. Y'all can buy it for fifty thousand. Course, I didn't have 50,000, but I, I had just got met with the guys out of Tallahassee. Wayne Cole had uh, introduced us. Same Wayne that turned that corner on us. That's my buddy. <laughs> Same Wayne Cole. So, so, so Wayne introduced us to the dudes in Tallahassee. I said, okay, I, I can get the Roxy done. Of course, I made 10% out of the deal, so I made 5,000. So I got them in the Roxy. I don't know these guys from Man the Moon. They're from Tallahassee. They already come to us with a play. The play consisted of Trinidad James and Two Chain. This was, this was when. Trinidad James was hot, had never performed in Houston. It was going to be crazy. Fine. So the ticket's moving pretty cool. I get a call from uh, Drake's people, and they were like, hey, we got Drake. He want a number. So the number was high. I could tell the guys out of Tallahassee in hesitance. They say, let's do it. So they agree. How much How much is Drake? How much? At, at the, the time? At the, just come on, man. This is years, years, okay, years ago. How much? No rapping. Okay. I think he did one or two songs, but I mean, this was years, years, years ago. This was way before Drake was Drake, Drake, Drake. Okay. Like 50 grand for a party. Okay. So they agreed. So now we got Drink Houston, it cost 50000 They had already paid the Trinidad James, 2 Chain, um, and, and now we got Drake. So on one end, I'm promoting Jay Z. I already got a flat rate. I'm already paid. Then I get a percentage, not a percentage, but I get another flat with the uh, with the uh, Trinidad James, 2 Chain, and Drake show. So now I'm looking like. 
Quay got two big shows. Whatever they want to say, but either way, like how the motherfucker keep getting his hands on these big ass shows. So anyway, I'm doing two shows with in hopes of retiring from the club business to take the money that I make from here and then go open up my own EMS company. You know, this is my vision. This is my aspiration. This is what I wanted to do. So cool. So I make a shitload of money for All Star. At the time at Soho, mm-hmm. uh, I uh, suggested to other partners who were always on the Friday ticket. Hey man, do you guys want to do the after set from two to six? Not a strip club. We're going to make it a party. Let's do it throughout the week of All-Star. Everybody, you know, just pass on the deal. The owner uh, charged me like 11 grand to do that. I get my baby, I get my, I get my girl at the time, mom, to uh, run the door. Yeah. I get her to run the door to let her see that a promoter makes money. You know what I mean? To let her see that I have a large substantial income that comes in in portions. You know what I mean? And be understanding in the droughts. But it's but it's fruitful, you know, when it's going good. Right. So anyway, well, she make, making money for being at the dump. She making money. I gotta give it. I gave it two grand. All right. So on all. So for every two thousand dollars that I made, I made her put my armband around it, like you know, had like some personalized armbands or whatever. So I say for every two grand, put armbands on, on every two grand. So anyway, she come home with like ten, fifteen thousand dollars one of the nights. Uh, just throw it on the bed. So I ready to wrap. I give her two. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. For working, that's gonna be. She said, "What's this?" I said, "It's gonna be your money for the rest of the week." But thank you. So she got two thousand dollars for working three days, right? So now I'm getting money. The same girl that I went to the house when I got robbed, she uh, I, I take some of that money and go open up an EMS company. We gonna need a name. I mean, I know the name, but I I'm, right. I'm just we, the, the fans. They are gonna need that name. Yeah, it's my people, uh, Helen Yancey, right? All right. So cool. So 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 so. What's so, up, so, Helen? If you ever watch this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up? So so it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it all the way real over here. So it's cool, man. So so now I made a little paper. Not much, but it was it was it was you know, it was cool. So now uh shortly after I also passed, you know, I'm getting text messages. Mom, Helen, they uh they at the furniture store. They were like, Hey, um, I just seen a nice bed for y'all. It's like three thousand. I'm like, What? I'm like, hey man, I don't you know, no, I you know, no, I'm I'm really trying to save some of this money. I, you know, I don't know when I'm gonna get it again, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. At this point, you know, I got my slate clean. I don't owe nobody in the city. You know what I'm saying? So now I'm, I'm able to, you know, do my thing. You know what I mean? So now uh, I go get an office at the 2600 building, and uh, we open up the EMS company. That's over by the actual door. Yeah. I'm waiting to get funded for Medicaid and Medicare. And uh, my girl take a part-time job, which I don't think she needed to do that, but she just wanted to do it. So she go take a part-time job working at a, at a funeral home, uh, obituary place. So one day, you know, she uh, she come to the office. She's a little tipsy, but she got a little mark on her face. You know, I'm like, who uh, pinched you? She was like, uh, uh, who bit you? She was uh, intoxicated. She said, uh, my boss, he pinched me. We were celebrating a big contract, you know, whatever the case may be, and we had some Moet. Like, okay. Instagram had just came out, so a couple of days later, or maybe a week later, I get a call from my boy High C. Um, I guess her and some dude had d- took a selfie on Instagram kissing. Uh, so my buddy had called me like, "Hey, you sitting down?" Like, uh, "Yeah, I wasn't. I was standing up." But I'm like, "Yeah, I sat down." So I sat on the toilet, and uh, he said, "I got. I want to send you something." He sent me a picture of a selfie. Of my gal and another nigga kissing. 
And this is the same girl that I thought, you know, I'm like, man, I'm making a little money, man. We cool. We got a house. We in Missouri, Missouri City. You know, we got a dog and shit. You know, we chilling. You know, I'm thinking everything cool. I'm working like a motherfucker. And uh, I guess that wasn't enough. You know what I mean? I guess that wasn't enough. So anyway, so by the time I call her, to be like, what's up with this picture? Who is this nigga? It had already been removed. I guess he had accidentally did a selfie. And, uh, and and I guess they was kissing or whatever came to be. So now, you know, I'm letting everything slide. I'm being cool. I play like I don't even know, you know, know what's going on. What's so, your plan to, since you Well, my like plan at the time, uh, I wasn't going to smack her. But my plan at the time was going to try to, like, man, what's up? Like, what's going on? Like, what's causing you to do that? I thought this was going to be, like, the the end. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to retire. I'm getting out of everybody's way. I'm like, I'm an EMS company. You know what I mean? We're going to make some legit money. I'm cooling. Right. Uh, but she was she was a down girl, man. I, I don't know what where, where like where where did it all, you know, fuck up. But anyway, I can remember one time when it was so crazy. I'm making this money. I'm sitting on the passenger side. She needed to go take care of some business at the 24 Hour Fitness, right? Yeah. To pick up a check from a client. The lady introduced me to the very same guy that was in the picture. As my mental recollection started coming together, I was like, damn. Man, we could have pulled a three, two, three. <laughs> Man, you didn't have to do me like that. So, yeah, no. Funny part about this is, uh, use word designing <laughs> and being in the mix comes into like play. Like a barber or something. Huh? Yeah. Y'all so, hear, hear six degrees of separation. On the flip side, the same obituary company mm. is being run and funded by a guy that I was doing work with who bought. The PSDs of my designs of people's obituaries that I had designed. So I designed like, so what was happening was, Bird, okay, my nigga Bird, Bird, oh, yeah. Bird had the idea that we were gonna do obituaries. Okay. Now he got the idea from Lonnie Turner. Lonnie Turner mm. is from I think Navasota yeah. or wherever area he is in the country mm. from the country dude. Right. Family runs a funeral home business. Daddy dies mysteriously. Mysteriously dies. Leaves the business to Lonnie. Lonnie's a weirdo. But he's like, he talks to us, hey man, how you doing, man? And I thought he was white for a minute. And I was like, then after I seen him, I was like, this dude, this dude, white man, what's up? Because he's on the phone. He's like, no, man, he black. And so when I, I go down there to yeah. go deliver the stuff, I'm delivering the stuff for the funeral home. He's like, yeah, man, Billy, man, uh, I think I'm going to run for us. Uh, from here to city, man. Damn. I was like, all right, well, that's what's up. He's like, man, so I need to get some, some campaign pictures taken. Yeah. So he comes over to my house. I got the studio set up, lights. I'm taking the pictures of the nigga. I designed him a dope little Lonnie Turner for mayor. Mm. You know, this pre Barack era, you know, but this is when people are starting to get into really at, into politics. He runs. So we got this whole campaign thing. We put okay. in these door signs, door right. hangers, all this stuff. Me and this dude Lonnie is. Yeah. Lonnie's, uh, it gets down to election day. Okay. Barack is elected in. <laughs> Same ballot system. Barack's elected president. I call Lonnie and say, man, you, you celebrate? You, you, we, we put a lot of hard work into it. He lost. Here's the crazy part. Mm. The guy Lonnie was running against. Okay. Dies. Dies. They forget to take his name off the ballot. Oh. People think he's still alive. They vote the dead man in. So he loses. No way. His home city. Yeah. 
to a dead man. That's crazy. That's a crazy. No, no, no. The man who runs a funeral home okay. loses a race for city office yeah. to, to a dead man. That's irony of that. Coincidentally, he had this guy and Bird, my homeboy, mm-hmm. came together and was like, hey, man, you've been designing these obituaries. Man, what we could do to get the design templates? Because we basically just want these templates. That was, was smart. Like, cool. That was smart. I sold them the templates. Normally, designers don't come up their PhD. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't want to do the shit. Okay. Because it was always somebody grandma did. Then mm-hmm. we gotta. That we gotta talk to them. Then mm-hmm. they want to call with a thousand pictures. Oh yeah. Then you trying to get pictures from different places. Cause yes. Black people don't know how to keep up with pictures. Exactly. So, me, Lonnie, and them is all cool. Come to find out, Lonnie is the same one that was talking to Helen. Yeah, and so yeah. once this starts coming, why y'all didn't tell me? I didn't notice. Okay, I didn't notice. You the one that told me this. Yeah, yeah. And then the shit gets deeper. Okay, yeah, get it gets deeper when it hits the ground. Yeah, it hit the ground, man. It kind of because uh, tabloids got a hold of. Yeah, it. yeah, 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 yeah. It was kind of crazy, man. That was embarrassing, man. Lonnie was still married. He was still married. He was still married, man. And the post that went viral was like. Man wants wife and mistress yeah. to get along. Yeah, 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 yeah. So when they see all this, yeah. they call Quake. They call me. Hey, man, what's up with your girl? Yeah. What's going down? I, I, I play. I play like I didn't know what they was talking about. It just became a little overwhelming, man. But uh, it, it became a little overwhelming, man. I was disappointed, man, and I was hurt more so than anything. And I was hurt and disappointed for her as well. I think it would, I did, that didn't put her in a positive light, man. Especially when you're dealing with uh, somebody who. Uh, and that fuck with a promoter, you know what I'm saying? You normally a down person, man. It's a lot of ups and downs, a lot of ebb and flows, man. And I, you I didn't in, really see that. Just say you was in love, bro. Yeah, I was in love, man. I was in love. Feelings hurt. Oh, my feelings hurt like a motherfucker. I, I ain't gonna bullshit you, man. But that put me in a better place now, man. You gotta watch your girl, man. No matter how much money you make or not make it, man. You gotta pay attention to your girl, man, because uh, they be doing shit. He's saying watch them at all costs. Watch them at all costs, unless you got a three, two, three. Yeah, well, you know, we've been telling them. Yeah. About that, okay. That's funny. I'm three two threes pop off, oh, okay. pretty pretty strongly. Yes, sir. Uh, reminds me of a particular night. Yeah, I'm in a club called the Butterfly Lounge. Yeah, <laughs> I'm in the Butterfly Lounge. Yeah. Uh, I come in here to pick up some money from my friends. Okay, Lyndon Elam, Jonathan, yeah. right? So the La Familia and Junior Mars, they are doing this night. Yes, I'm waiting on my money. Okay, not tripping. Yeah. I'm in there dancing, okay. just having a little drink, sitting yeah. at the bar. Girls like comes up, oh, was like, you want to get a drink? She was like, yeah. Not a bartender. They not charging me for this drink in uh, Butterfly Lounge. Okay. In another, the back, I know you. Yeah. You went no, all the way another corner goes around. Yeah. Turns another corner. Okay. We're back. Yeah. Back in the corner okay. by itself. Okay. Now the bathroom is back there, <laughs> so she was like, stay right here. Just go in the bathroom, I'm like. I don't know what she on. Yeah. My boy walk on me, walk up on me. He was like, "Hey man, what you got going on?" I said, "Man, you know, just sitting there chilling, old girl. Right. I don't know what she talking about." All right, man, what shit? Yeah, I, I'm gonna be back here in the front. Mm-hmm. I said, like, "I'll be up there." She comes out of the bathroom, points at me, says, "Come here." Yeah. I said, "She had to go pee." I said, "What? What, what you mean, come here? Yeah. What you talking about?" It's, it's, it's a girl's bathroom. She's like, "Nobody's in here." Right. Goes in the bathroom with her. Yeah. Close the door. She locks it. Okay. Immediately pulls her dress up. Yeah. And bends over and immediately is telling me to knock her down right now. Hey, but, but she going through with her dude. No. Well, she was. Okay. It's her night out. Okay. 
Okay. She's like, I'm just feeling so. So before she go home, she's gonna go ahead and get some penetration in the restroom. And when she get back to where her dude at, if she's staying with her, what's what's, what's been happening? Okay. She's not going home. Okay. She's going to my home. Oh. This is this is it. This is a pre. pre Yeah, I'm going to knock the the. the, I'm going to get this first first rodeo going. You hit one of mine before too, baby. I am tearing hair out the frame. Yeah. At this moment, yeah. wearing this one out. Yes, sir. Oh, man. <laughs> Having a great time with yes, OT. Sir. Yes, sir. So we walk out like nothing happened. Okay. The club lets out. I get the rest of my money. I'm strolling off down the sidewalk. With you? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's, it's, it's good. Okay. All I got to do is get to the car. Yeah. And I'm rolling out. Yeah. Get to the car. There's no car there because my car gets towed. Parked wow. on, I parked on Main Street. Wow. Too long. Yeah. Came through and told my shit. Come on now. She was like, if you didn't have a car, why you just didn't tell me? What you mean, baby? I just bought you a moed. Yeah. yeah. Now she's looking at me with the side eye. Okay. We don't walk way down. Way Main down, man. Ain't no Uber back then. No, ain't no Uber. And so the now train, it's, the, the train. The train wasn't there yet. Now the train was there. The train. But, but, but you say the third one. Yeah. Okay. So I was like, I got to get to the crib. Right on. I don't know how this shit is okay. even going to work out. Okay. I'm sitting there and I'm looking confused yeah i don't know who in the fuck is gonna come and get me out of this situation because i'm out of there yes sir lo and behold coming out from a late night of promoting runs into none other than mc quay man that was me yes yes you came through let me tell you what you did you was in the i think it was like the little jeep oh yeah. Uh, yeah Yeah, I was in the Jeep. You was you was turned up. I was turned up. I was turned up. I I just, yeah, he, uh, he, you took both of us home. Damn, man. Drop me off. That's crazy. Yeah. Drop me off and saved me. Yes, Lord. Saved me. Yes. And, uh, you know, I never I never will be able to forget those moments like man, that. I appreciate that, Billy, man. I'm yeah. glad I did some good. Yeah, he did do some good. Yeah, I did some good. Yeah, yeah. And then he, he came back and brought up the one I peeled. Yeah, we don't, don't want to say our name, though. Give a fuck. Courtney. Good. Oh, man. Not Coco. This is a whole nother Courtney. <laughs> yeah, man. That was cold. Uh, uh, I said, man, your girl over here been there. I said, well, I ain't got to do no flowers today. Ha, <laughs> <laughs> so, Wait a minute. See, man, that's <laughs> another thing, man. Don't bring your bitch, man. Don't bring your girl around, boy. Noobs. Let me tell you how this Good starts. Good hair poodles. No, wait, wait, wait. So let me tell you how this starts. Go ahead. So. But don't brag on your girl, man. Baby James. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that was a tie time, my friend. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tie time, my friend. Oh yeah, you're right. Tie time. Well, that wasn't my gal, so excuse me. I, I, that I, was I, our gal. I agree. <laughs> that, that was our gal. So this is what happened. Yeah. So, uh, this, so my line brother, mm. he tells me about this girl he's messing with that's at Texas A&M. Yeah. I'm mm. I'm like hearing the stories. Yeah. I see a couple little phone videos, but this is very early phone technology. Yeah. It's blurry phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just see his yellow ass yeah. getting knocked down. Yes. And he's telling me about how mm-hmm. at this time the girl is so wet it's running down his leg. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? This shit is fucking nuts. It gotta be. Whoop. Whole yeah. two years later. Yeah. Quaid's got the girl. I'm like now. <laughs> Again, it's pre-Instagram. Yeah. This is like Facebook, some Twitter, mm-hmm. and in the mix pictures. No, MySpace. But MySpace, yeah. right. So he's telling me about the girl. I'm like, Bill. I'm just, he's telling me about it. He done 500 strokes. Hey, 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 
Before she even started, man, she dripped on me. So look, <laughs> hey, I'm over there hearing this shit. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> you know, my homeboy told me about it, bitch. Did that to him. I ain't never had that happen to me before. Yeah. yeah. So I'm out one night. You never met her with Baby James. I never met her with Baby James, you and then who? no, I I never met her with you. You didn't, let me tell you what. Let me tell you how I actually I, met I, her for the first I, time. I, I, I. The first time I actually met the girl was because you would bring you would never bring her over to my house. No, she, I didn't. No, no I like to show off a little bit. No, you couldn't. I never did. You know why? Oh, I had a. Oh, yeah, I was cheating. Yeah, you was cheating. Yeah, yeah, cheating. yeah I had a gal, man. Yeah, nigga, what the fuck you talking about? Nigga, <laughs> the whole story about his heartbreak. <laughs> yeah, you could never bring a girl around me because you was with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. who was around me, yeah, so I wasn't. Yeah. Out. We're gonna shoot at him. Right at the beginning, not at the end. Yeah, that's a disclaimer. I wasn't doing nothing at the beginning, but I don't care. Hey, man. Well, anyway, so yeah. it all comes out on the table today. Mm-hmm, yeah. So he's telling me about this girl. Right. I don't know because I ain't never met the girl. Okay. In person? I, no, I ain't met the girl in person. Yeah. I, I'm kind of like, kind of got an idea, but not too sure. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm, I've been out designing flies for a long time. Yeah, I want to hear how this happened. Wayne Cole. Cole? Invites me out to Hefe Bar to come oh. pick up some money. Mm-hmm. I come over to Hefe Bar. Yeah. I come in there for a few minutes. Yeah. Give him a little bread. I walk out right there at the corner of Main Street. They're letting out Club Glow. Across the street, she walk. Yeah, Main and Prairie. Across the street, she walking. Tight little black dress. Mm-hmm. Not no real big titties. Super fat ass. Yeah. Beautiful face. Nice legs. Yeah. All this shit. Walking over. Yeah. Now, she knows who I am. She walks up. She says, Hey, Billy. I was like, shit, hey, you know, I'm thinking of somebody from a girl from college. Right. I, I don't know. She bad. I'm like, yeah. yeah. So I'm drunk and I'm the king. If I don't know who you are, I'm just keep playing it off. Right. I'm, so what you about to get into? Mm-hmm. Shit, what you about to get into? I said, I'm about to go to the crib. So unless well, you try to make that, unless you try to make that ride with me. Right on. It's that time. Okay. Now my, my tactic at this time is, hey, what you doing? We ain't got a lot of time. It's right. a lot of women out here running around. Yeah. If you if you making this trip back to the house, yeah. Mikasa, come on, we going right now to the car. Yes, we ain't doing no more talking. The yes. club is closed. Yes. Ain't no more drinks being yes. played. Yes, this is grade A. You better be savage with your move. Come on, I say, uh, that's what I'm about to do. She was like, okay, mm. well, I'm gonna just roll with you. Mm. Why would she do that? <sighs> why would she do that? I'm gonna tell you why she did it. Okay, I'm just because it was a legend in the streets. Okay, it was legend. It was legendary <laughs> shit that was doing in these streets with these women in this room. I get it to you. Get it back to the crib. Straight pop it up. Straight for nigga. This is straight. I'm 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 on the move. Yeah. Now wait, wait, let me just give you some timestamp on when this happened. Okay. Kanye West had just dropped the video when he had the glasses with the bars on them with yeah. the shades. Yeah. I had a pair of them. I on. remember those. I was so cool. Yeah. White pair of glasses with oh, the bars on them bitches. Now. So I'm like, yeah, we can go back to the crib. <laughs> but you can't even see my eyes right now. Yeah. She with it. Yeah. Get back to the crib. Uh, I go in, go in my room, yeah. walk in there. I'm taking my shit off, flipping my shit on. I'm quiet, house clean, quiet. Right to it. Soon she come in, dress yeah. come up over the top. Yes, man. Black panties, yes, lace, man. ass yes. sitting up tight. Yes, yes, man. Titties just sitting perfectly yes, on the chest. Yes, man. Comes and sits on my bed, and starts flipping through my channels, watching, yeah. watching TV. Yeah, okay. So I'm playing it cool. I'm like, this girl obviously knows who I am. And uh, so you eat her? Oh no! Before I do anything, okay. I gotta figure out who the fuck this is. Okay. Because I don't know. So I'm like, so how's stuff been going? She was like, yeah, it's been going good. I haven't talked to your boy lately. Who? What about you talking about? 
Baby James. Okay. Okay. I was like, oh, for real? Mm. Now, in my brain, let me mm. tell you who this is to me. This is Baby James, Baby Mama's friend or somebody. Correct. This ain't. Yeah. Because he ain't coming home. It ain't coming home. Okay. Ain't registering with yeah. me. At all. Because you hadn't seen him in person. No. Correct. This is only from random little shit. Yes. Sir. And it's it's not being pieced together. Plus I'm lit. Right. I said, Oh yeah, I'm about to call that boy. So I text baby James. I said, Hey man, I got a situation over here. The girl knows who you are, knows who I am. I don't know who the fuck she is. Yeah. But she already half ass naked Come and she's bad. I said, What's up? And so uh Mind you, still you didn't get a name yet. Don't know a name. Okay, don't know. Okay, because who's gonna ask a name? Right. To stop this momentum of, I just said I'm going to the crib and you was like, you was with it. That's fuck, right. We was a fuck what your name is exactly. right now. We we out of here. <laughs> you and whatever who are, who you want to be tonight. Come on. You can be Mona Lisa. You can be Beyonce, mm -hmm. Kelly, Michelle, right. Latavia. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Who who do you want to be? Come on now. Who you you are be? who you are. Yes. I know who I am. So uh. No message back from baby James. I get in the bed. Yeah. I'm still playing it kind of cool. Mm. She crawls up under the covers. And I see this motion happen. Oh. Mm, mm, mm. Down they come. Mm. She takes them off. She's like, they were just, uh, it's just annoying. Yeah. I say, what's annoying? She's like, here. She puts my hand mm. right on it. Come on, man. Gush, gush yes. factory. Oh, my goodness. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> She's like, he just runs down my leg and I just yeah. get so yeah. I'm Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Immediately. She went line. Eating this box. Come on now. Now. Yeah. I I'm probably uh, going into a, a a cave of wonders yeah. doing this. But I did not care. Oh, well, she was clean. I jumped yeah, like, Oh yeah, wasn't that it? I jumped immediately. Mm -hmm. She didn't ask me was there a condom close by and with as much eating as I did, I wasn't worried about it. Yeah, I jumped already, right it's in. It's already in the throat. I, it's in there. It was already in my throat. Okay, okay. I'm running the 500 strokes. Yeah. I got a quail in my brain. I got to get 500 out. Mm. Hey, 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 hey. On it. Yeah. We lay there. And um, Did I come over the next day? Oh, no, no. <laughs> Not the next day. Yeah. So this is where it all starts coming together. Okay. I say, uh. You know, she finally says, um, she, she said, I say, can you text me? So I had your number because mm. you didn't even give me your number this mm. morning time. Mm. She texts me, Courtney. I said, Courtney. Mm. Courtney. <laughs> Baby James. Yeah. Message. Her name, Courtney? Question mark. Baby James hits me right back. Wow. Hey. It's too late. That's Texas A&M. Uh, I said, drip down your leg? Yeah. Mm. I was like, I know. He said, I was hoping that you did. Wow. I called him. We sitting there telling him. This is called AAR, After mm. Action Review. Okay. I said, bro, it went down my leg. After Action Review. Okay. I said, AAR. Hey, I said, bro, it went down my leg. He said, yeah, it does that. Yeah. It does that. Yeah. I know you enjoyed it. It'll be enjoyed. Oh, yeah. And then I was like, wait that's a minute. Sweet. I said, wait a minute. If that's the same Courtney, yeah. then that means, oh, shit. It got to be the same Courtney. It's got to be the same Courtney. I don't think I took it so well. I kept it playing now. All right. Go ahead. I don't think I was tripped out, but I didn't take it that well. Now. Yeah. Now. Now. Because I thought I did this. I didn't no. take that well now. 
Now the next stage was yeah. I was like, oh shit. How you gonna break this to me? Yeah. Because you wanna keep doing it. Oh, this has gotta keep happening. This has gotta keep happening. You wanna and, keep doing this. So and and, and in my brain I'm like, well, he went hell. You running three two threes, yeah. Did no, we we oh we was running three two threes. You just wasn't playing in the league at the time. I wasn't playing in the league. Okay. You, 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 we, we had a very small semi pro team that we was running them with, and so I was like, all right, well, on which I had a guy. Was nothing. It wasn't like that was home. I was like, all right, well. Oh no, I wasn't running them up. So she's coming over, bringing other girls over. Yeah, I'm the other Hispanic. Yeah, we are. That's my Sunday fun day crew. Three two three and. Factory. Oh my God! Several oh, times. Man. So in one particular. Should have been aggressive. No, no. One particular time, yeah. and I think I told this story mm-hmm. lightly yeah. on a previous episode of the podcast. Yeah. But my cousin Nick comes in from out of town, from mm-hmm. Florida. Nick a little green. He just doesn't really. He's not really aware of what he does from okay. time to time. Okay. He's not used to the lifestyle I'm living. Multiple women in and out of my house. Yeah. Promoters. Yeah. Going to the strip club, knowing <clears throat> strippers, mm-hmm. knowing pimps, knowing drug dealers, knowing right. all this shit. Correct. Uh Harvey at the time comes and leaves eight pounds of cocaine at my house. Eight mm-hmm. fucking pounds. Man, you be, and two bricks. Man, what the fuck? Where's the why? Two bricks <laughs> a week. Yeah. Now he leaves it in a duffel bag. Okay. He's like, "Hey man, I left a bag in your room. Don't anybody go in there." Mm. I said, "You just gonna leave a bag in my room, nigga?" Oh, I was like, "What the fuck he got in his bag?" Wow. He's like, "I don't think about it. I keep smelling some shit." I'm like, "What yeah. the fuck is that smell?" Unzip the bag. Yeah. Dope. Oh my gosh. The bricks of weeds on top. Mm-hmm. Then it's dope all on the bottom. Oh my god. I'm like, "Ah oh, man, this nigga wilding." <laughs> so, this is around this time. This particular night, I'm not supposed to leave the house because Harvey's supposed to come back and get exactly, the bag. Exactly. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm not going to leave the house. I'm just starting to set up my action. He was like, I'm going to break you off some money for holding on to it. For right on. So now I'm an accessory to like a multiple felony. Plus, somebody could come in here and kill me. Mm-hmm. least thing I can do is get some pussy while this happens. I'm sending texts. I'm drinking at the crib. I got my own little bar. I'm going on my patio. Yeah. My patio overlooked the pool. Yeah. So I'm barbecuing. I'm inviting people over. My, my frat brother's following through. I just can't leave the crib because mm-hmm. the dope is in there. Right. So, I'm hitting up people. I'm sending messages. Uh, message Courtney. I was like, hey, uh, I'm going to need to see you again. She was like, is Quay over there? I said, no. He's gone. Uh, mm. She was like, did you tell him? I was like, I haven't said shit to him. Yeah. But, you know, I just want to, yeah. you know, kind of... Yeah. Ease that in. Yeah, ease that in. Yeah. So um, she's like, What you doing? I was like, Well, I'm cooking, barbecuing. You want to come by? She was like, Yeah, I'll come by. She comes by. Yeah. We chilling on the patio. Okay. Have a nice little daytime activity. Oh, yeah. You ain't even come by that day. Okay. Knock at the door. Yeah. Wayne Cole. Wayne Cole. Come strolling in. Okay. Because my cousin Nick lets him in. Yeah. Because he don't know not to let motherfuckers in. Yeah. That know the girl. Yeah. That they put the shit out on exactly. the fucking records. Exactly. Exactly. So Wayne comes in. Mm. He sees us. Mm. Calls you. Yeah. yeah. I see you over here. Oh, I what? open the door from the patio. Yeah. I see him. Wayne. I'm off. Oh, yeah. There goes the neighborhood. Quay. Quay. Yeah. Uh, that's what she. He ain't said that. Yeah. Now I'm sitting there. She's speaking to Wayne Cole. Wayne yeah. Cole speaking to her. He yeah. laughing at me. Yeah. He's sweating. He's yeah. like, look, man, I need to drop y'all some money. Can you get this fly started? I said, when well, I'm done today. I'm doing something for Harvey. But 
tomorrow I'll be back on. He's like, all right, man, I'm going to go and get a body of boys. Right. Got shit going down. Yeah. So I was like, all right, well, that's already started. So he yeah. since they having that conversation. Yeah. He gone. You yeah. done got the call. Yeah. I'm like, all right, well, fuck. Well, I'm in for the night. Mm -hmm. We go in the room. Yeah. We eat, drink, lay it down. 1231 o'clock. I'm trying I'm to stop before it happened. <laughs> 1231 o'clock. <laughs> now, mind you. I know what's happening, though. I know, I know my partner. Courtney mm -hmm. is getting phone blew up from Quay. Yeah, I got Immediate. you. He's blown Oh, I went outside and called. I already had my getting out. <laughs> so I had to go out the side and call. You ever did that? Yeah. All right. Yeah, you. Hey, okay. so he's blowing Courtney's phone. Up. I, I said, I said, you, I said, you want to answer that? Count? She says, no, I will just talk about it tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So we lay in the bed, we lay in there. One thirty, my door swings open. Oh, look up. I said around the corner. I was in third one too. Yeah, I look up. I said, the fuck? Mm -hmm. No, I lay back down. I got my arm around Courtney. Feel some titties. Ten. I roll over, whole another set of titties. I say, "Whoa!" <laughs> I sit up. They both sleep. Yeah. Now this girl that's done came in drunk got the invite earlier. Mm -hmm. She just done stumbled in after the club. Oh, I didn't know that. Straight to my house. So I'm in there, all ready to knock Courtney down, meet out. I'm like, "Well, I think I should just go back to sleep because if I wake them up, it's gonna be a problem." Yeah. And I'm drunk. Maybe I can just, maybe I can just not let this be a problem. Yeah. So, immediately, old girl. You got a fun life, bitch. Two, number two, yeah. that comes in. Her name is Nisha. Nisha comes in, immediately goes to head, head town. She chewing a goblin. Oh, it's the same night. Yeah. Now, I believe you now. Courtney's sitting right here on my okay. arm. I'm like, oh, she started. She didn't know Courtney was on the other side? No, she did not. Because uh, my cousin, he just letting bitches in. He ain't trying to say, hey, you already got one in there. He don't know. He thinks this is what the fuck's supposed to happen. Mm -hmm. Which I ain't mad at him. But now I'm sitting here. So Courtney wakes up. She hears a slurping. We look, she look at, she's looking at me. I'm looking at her like. Um, little dicks fill up quick. So Quay is going to pee. Yeah, little dicks fill up quick. Whenever a grown man informs you of having to pee, that's what happened. So now, Courtney's looking at me. I'm looking. I'm like, I, I don't even know if this is what's. She was just like, what's completely cool about it? The girls go into town. This is the most awkward, awkward head I'm getting. But I'm enjoying it. So we make out. It ain't a full, it ain't a full threesome. They don't engage each other. And then when she comes, the chick comes up and lays next to me, she sees this another girl there, but she's so fucking drunk and fucked up, she don't say shit about it. I'm like, well, I'm wide awake. I done got some great hair. I got two bad, beautiful women in my bed. What do I need to do? Make breakfast. I get up. I start making breakfast. I start cooking shit. I'm in there. Ain't your mom in the shit up. I'm making all type of shit. I got grits. I got eggs. I got some hash browns going. I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to make some French toast. I'm going to do whatever the fuck I can to keep this shit cool, calm, and collected. They wake up. I got plates ready and served. I'm dropping plates on the bed. Breakfast in bed. All that shit is cool. I had to call Courtney. Yeah. All that shit is going so well. Yeah. Said a crazy night last night, huh, y'all? Yeah, we were all fucked up. Yeah, we were. Hmm. 
They have a nice, incredible brunch. Yes, sir. My cousin Nick comes in. I'm like, nigga, what the fuck? You let them in the house? They leave. Later on that day, there's a knock at my door. I don't even want to ask who it is. I look out the peephole. Somebody's got their finger over the peephole. Can't see shit. Mm. I said, fuck it. I might as well find out who it is. Open the door. Mm. It's none other than MC Quake. Come on now. And I looked him dead in the eyes and I said, Did you miss me? Goddamn. <laughs> Took him around the world. I'm Billy Surreal's. MC Quake. And this has been another episode of Did You Miss Me Podcast. Yeah. The most popular podcast about stories in the world. Mm. We'll see you next time. Yes, sir.